Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. There was an important conversation that took place during the governor's gathering in Washington, D.C. last week. And it was a conversation between two members of the United States Supreme Court. Justice Sonia Sotomayor and Justice Amy Coney Barrett sat down uh, for a conversation mediated by friend of the show, former D.C. Circuit Court Judge uh, Thomas Griffith. The center of the conversation was around civility and politics and how we navigate disagreement. Uh, The Supreme Court, of course, regularly deals with the very center of the center of some of the most contentious issues our country faces and how each of the justices approach their job and their role in interpreting the law and applying it, uh, as well as their theories about the legal system and the different ideas about how to interpret uh, what Congress has done in terms of the laws or what the executive branch has done uh, and why and how and who's overreached and who's within the realm. Uh, the question really is the the element of the Supreme Court has become so politically hot. And we've talked about this on the show before. I, I think a lot of the reasons why uh, the Supreme Court has become such a contentious political space is because Congress continues to abdicate its authority and not do its job. And it abdicates it to the executive branch. And so then the administration, whether Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. Uh, both have done this for many, many years. Uh, They will take the power that Congress cedes to them and they'll do things by executive order or by rule within an agency. And when that happens, somebody in America files a lawsuit because they think they shouldn't be able to do that. That should be Congress's job. And then it works its way through the courts and ultimately ends up at the Supreme Court. And that's why so often we see these contentious hearings uh, around Supreme Court justice nominees. This is why those uh, elections for president are often centered on who's going to get to appoint someone to the Supreme Court. The interesting thing is this used to be a non-political thing. Uh, I've pointed out on this program before. Uh, one Utah has uh, been on the Supreme Court, uh, Justice Sutherland. And Justice Sutherland was actually nominated to the Supreme Court while he was away in England giving a speech. And before the sun set on the day that he was nominated, he was confirmed by a unanimous vote in the United States Senate. Uh, we're a long way from that. Even back to Sandra Day O'Connor, which was a 97-0 vote for her confirmation. Uh, and now it's become purely political. But there's reasons for that. And sometimes I think that gives us a false perception of what's happening on the court, that these justices wear red and blue robes as opposed to black that they're part of political parties and systems and establishments as opposed to being judges who sit there to apply and interpret the law. Now, Judge Griffith gave uh, some introductory comments to the audience and talked about the purpose of this conversation. Take a listen. I would like the American people to get an inside view into how the federal courts do their business. For 15 years, I sat on the D.C. Circuit. I wish the American people could see what I saw. Dedicated people, passionate disagreements, but all done based on reasoned arguments, civility, and respect. And my bet is that after you hear this, you're going to come away thinking at least two things. 
the Supreme Court is an impressive institution. The second one, you're going to be surprised to hear how well they get along, even though they disagree passionately about issues. So that was the beginning of the conversation, and uh, we always love to hear from Judge Griffith and his insight into how all of this works. And uh, he was instrumental in really creating this behind-the-scenes look and conversation uh, between two justices that probably disagree on a lot of things philosophically when it comes to applying the law, uh, but have a lot in common when it comes to the conversations they have uh, behind closed doors. So let's start with Justice Amy Coney Barrett. She stressed the importance of civility when navigating those difficult conversations. We're in that conference room and it's just the nine of us. When you're in the flesh and you're having very difficult conversations, you can't just get up and storm away from your computer screen and you can't just walk away and you give one another you know, the benefit of the doubt, you give one another, um, you assume the best, as my mother used to say to me and now I say to my kids, you assume the best of the other person and it makes those difficult conversations much easier to have because you know, we are a pluralistic society that's what the First Amendment protects, our First Amendment freedoms. And if we can't survive by tolerating differences and learning to compromise and learning to allow one another to express other views, we're going to sink. We won't be able to get anything done as a country. That was Justice Amy Coney Barrett. And actually, that tied right back into where we started the show today with Todd Davis from Franklin Covey talking about how do we navigate those difficult conversations. And it starts with that kind of respect and assuming the best of intentions from the other person. Now, for her part, Justice Sonia Sotomayor drew on the legacy of the late conservative justice, Sandra Day O'Connor, and her strategy of personal politics to bring people together and to actually get things done. Sandra Day O'Connor in 1981, when she was appointed to the court, many of you may or may not know that she had been uh, Arizona's Senate leader. And she was renowned for being a politician who got things done. And she got that things done by bringing together both sides of the aisle. She would have, I understand, weekly parties at her house. She would insist on uh, lunches together, on other activities together, in the belief that if people got to know each other as people, they would be able to transact business, A, more efficiently, but B, with more open minds. And she turned out to be right, but she introduced a very different ethos on our court, that being collegial with each other was critical. Justice Sotomayor went on to talk about the modern application. I think this is the crucial part. Uh, this application of Justice Sandra Day O'Connor's legacy on the court and finding, discovering ways to get along with each other in order to go back to that founding principle of how do we get the work done for the American people? We still have disagreements on the court and we still have fundamental disagreements in how you approach issues. And we don't compromise on those things. But there are ways to take the edge off the disagreement, like narrowing an opinion, deciding to leave a question that's not before you for another case. There are so many, many things that you can do to bring the temperature down and to have you functioning together as a group to getting something done that has a benefit in the law. And so for me, collegiality is at the center of our ability to work together, where when we disagree, our pens are sharp, but on a personal level, 
we never translate that into our relationships with one another. So many crucial lessons there from Justice Sonia Sotomayor uh, talking about how you get through that, how you navigate it. Uh, I loved how Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Justice Barrett, talked about how when you get in the room, you can't just walk away. You can't just uh, push away from your screen or, you know, put some uh, crazy emoji on there uh, or some meme and then walk away and, and call it good. You have to stay in the room and keep going. Justice Sotomayor suggested that a lot of times what they will do is they will take the edge off. So they'll try to reduce the temperature of the debate or the conversation. Sometimes they'll narrow the scope. I love that. So rather than trying to do a big, sweeping, very contentious ruling, they might just narrow it and narrow the decision to deal with something just very laser-focused, very specific. Uh, these are really important things. And uh, as uh, Justice Sotomayor said, uh, keeping the pen sharp on their opinions, but keeping the relations sharp is the key. We're going to stay with this conversation. Stick around. More Inside Sources coming up next. Next. 